to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. I'm Shah. I'm Ali. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 14. Look how quickly you get in there. You're like, it's 14. Is it? Yeah. Because we haven't... Yeah, so... Yeah. 13 was Exorcist. This 14 is 14. You'll be happy to know that we are actually still alive because the last time that we recorded a paranormal episode, which is Oliver's one-off this week, uh, we thought we were going to be haunted and possessed and possibly killed by the ghost of yeah. Portrait Yara. Yeah, I was going to say ghost of Yara. <laughs> <laughs> She's not dead. So yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> She's dead. She's not dead. <laughs> what the hell? That recognise that. What's up? You do know. Oh, the office. <laughs> Fucking hell. She's dead. She's not dead. She's not dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, so today we're going to resume our paranormal episode because we got so far into it and we just... Freaked out a little bit as yeah, well. Yeah, we, we carried on with the stories as opposed to other stuff. Talking about it. So, so you've got plenty still more. Plenty more. I'll listen back to it earlier to try and get a gist of where we got up to, but I think it. I asked you about the paranormal experiences yourself. Yeah. Did we talk about good, good, good ghosts and bad ghosts? I don't think we did. So we'll start with that. Is there good ghosts and bad ghosts? I don't think you can get good ghosts and bad ghosts. I think you can get good ghosts. I think you can get ghosts who are people, so they're not perfect, so they're not all good and they're not all bad. I think because going back to the theory before of ghosts being people with unfinished business. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily the, the perfect human beings, but I think there's ghosts and there's demons. So is a bad ghost essentially a demon in your book? Uh, I mean... Because you can have... I, I think, personally, if, if, if I was a believer, you've got spirits, which I think are the good ones, then you've... Well, good spirits and bad spirits. Like, a, to me, you've got a good spirit, a bad spirit. Not necessarily bad as in... Well, it depends what you think a spirit is capable exactly. of doing. And then you have demons. I think demons are on a completely different spectrum. I don't think there yeah. was ever human. I well. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I'm I not. Sure, yeah, that. I I wouldn't say there was ever human. That yeah. they're just a, an evil presence. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you can get spirits that, on the concept that spirits are real. I suppose you can get like poltergeists and things like that, and they're not necessarily. Yeah, fucking hell, I didn't even think They're not necessarily evil spirits. They're not demons, but they do fuck things up a little bit. Yeah, that. I'd say a poltergeist is there to hurt you. Mischievous. Whereas a bad ghost might be, yeah, mischievous and just... Because another question further down the line, I think I got a touch upon... Well, we, I think we touched upon it last episode. Like, why why is a ghost a thing? Like, why aren't they... Why have they just gone to the afterlife? Yeah, yeah or, or whatever. And because... a go, Like, I think if a ghost has been... Well, say a human dies and it's in... Say there's a, a murder victim and his murder was never... Brought to justice, like mm-hmm. the, the murderer walked free, or I, I don't know, he died in a in a manner which wasn't great. And yeah, he, 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 they left a lot of things behind. Does he then come back with frustration and and like envy? So like, sort of like take it out on people. Envy the living, yeah. So they're there not to hurt them, but just to to not make it pleasant. Yeah, that's Whereas a, a poltergeist, poltergeist, poltergeist. I think he's there <laughs> to hurt people. Yeah. And then, a, but then, I, why would why would there be a good spirit? That again, further down the line, is a good spirit a guardian angel? I have like a, um, I mean, I know it's not real, but we with year eleven we study a Christmas Carol, and at the very beginning, and I say I know it's not real, but Jacob Marley is Scrooge's old business partner, and he's wrapped in chains and things like that because he was really greedy and selfish in real in his life, and so the chains represent all the bad things he's done, mm. and Jacob Marley goes to warn Scrooge. And say you have a chance of escaping my fate, like you have a chance of getting out of this. Yeah. Because Scrooge was going to be wrapped in more chains than Char- uh, than Marley was because he'd been alive seven years longer, yeah. so he had more chains. And at the very end of it, Marley sort of like disappears and goes out into the window. And when Scrooge looks out at the window, he sees all the phantoms, all in their own chains, right. like dragging along the earth. And I do think that's sort of like a. That's like a concept. And when I was I was thinking about this when I was reading it the other day with um, my students and it is the idea that do they do they have to do so many certain things before and undo their bad deeds right. before so they can like pass a task over. List. Like you've got to yeah. get like among us. Yeah. And we were talking your tasks. We were talking about uh, the 
what were we on about? Insidious, when we were trying to do The Conjuring, and we ended up in Insidious, and you've got all those spirits in the further. Yeah. And, like, if we believe in that sort of concept, because they weren't necessarily bad spirits, all of them. No, they just seemed trapped. Lost, the, yeah, yeah, lost. The lo- they the were in the dark. Lost, yeah. And, you know, I know that Josh, the dad, came face to face with all the demons, like the woman in black and the Darth Maul demon, Fireface, whatever he's called. Yeah, I know what you mean. And uh, he, he did come across with the bad ones, but there were also just ones that were searching for a mm. vessel because they didn't know where to go. Imagine how scary that would be. Because is your conscience there, would you, would you say, if you're in that state? Because they all seem to be stood there, didn't they? Just doing nothing. Just do you think? Do you think it's not just... They're not even thinking... It's like the, if you believe in souls and stuff. It's like your soul's lost. Not your mind. Like Because people's like reality, people can feel lost. They can be yeah. they can be where they've lived for the past 10 years and work in the same job, but they feel lost. That's your mind feeling lost. Yeah. But do, uh, uh, is their mind numb? And the, it's like their whole vessel is just lost. Like there's just nothing to them anymore. Yeah, and I suppose it works alongside the fact as well that the... So... I think he was called Parker, David Parker or something like that. Not David Parker, right? That's the one I did the sex trailer thing with. Right. But it was um, in Insidious, the woman in black who took over Josh, she was never a demon. She was just a bad spirit that had become almost demonic. But she was a person mm. before she was a demon, if you understand what I mean. Yeah, so I get, it's the I get idea, what you're saying. It's the idea, do we... Do we create a demon for ourselves? Or... Yeah, where do demons come from? Yeah, where does that originate? Are they from the pits of hell? Like they're sent up. Are they sent up from the pits of hell to to cause havoc? So the original tale is I don't know how much you know about like the concept of paradise lost and why the devil was where he was and all that, but basically, from what I remember, John Milton. It's a long poem. He the devil was one of God's angels. Lucifer was like top, God's top angel, but Lucifer tried to overthrow. God, yeah. and he tried to get like, and he got an army of like twelve demons or something like that to who were angels at the time to sort of say, well, yeah, Lucifer would be the better God, and God, the actual God, sort of smited them all down and sent them into the lakes of hell, uh, lakes of fire, which was hell, and that's where they resided, and so they were sent there as a punishment by God for doing wrong. So that's where the ori- like, that's the origination, I suppose. Suppose that's what. What's a world? What's a world? What's a word called? Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. No, that, no, that's not it. Democracy. <laughs> Democracy. <laughs> What's say? It's been a long day, folks. Democracy, long day. because essentially it's just one word against them. Maybe the devil thought he was better for everything than yeah. God. Yeah, and the thing is, we, we don't strat- know that. And I love the fact... Christ, I just want to say we're not Satanists. Like, we're no, not, but this is what I'm talking about. It's like, a matter of opinion, isn't it? But the thing is as well, if you are a Satanist... I, I was researching this. Don't ask why I was researching this. But I was researching this at one point. And being a Satanist is not like blood rituals and stuff like that. It's you believe... That you, you look out for your family and your own. Yeah. And, it's, it, and it is very much the attitude of don't wrong people unless they wrong you because in god's world it's like no you cannot wrong even if they shoot you in both arms you accept it gratefully and you forgive them but the devil's like no shoot him back i think you recommended a documentary for me to watch on it and i did watch it it was on netflix and it was it was following a people a bunch of people around who were satanists yeah it was and they were saying they were saying they were misunderstood because they think they they do all these like uh rituals in the basements where they make life sacrifices and stuff but it was. It's just a different belief, and essentially, I, I, I'm I'm not touched upon religion, but I'm guessing that, like a, a big part of being a Christian is being open and being like welcoming to everyone. Yeah. But a Satanist is just believing something else. Yeah, it's just a, it, it's, it's like, a religion. Yeah, essentially. it's a religion. Yeah. So what what, as long as no harm comes of it, then what what trouble is it just because you believe something different to someone else? But we do come from the purpose that, and where this. Where this has originated from, we don't know. Because we don't know who wrote the Bible. We don't know... I mean, John Milton wrote Paradise Lost. But those ideas had to come from somewhere. So we are pre-dis—we are predispositioned to believe that the devil is bad. Mm. But actually, you know... We don't, we're only going off what we've been we're told. Go, yeah, we're going off what we've been told. It's, it's, a, it's the world's biggest game of Chinese whispers, yeah. isn't it, essentially? If, it would take an entire set of generations. It takes something like 200 generations. But you could do it and twist it. So if one person who is powerful enough, and this is where cults come in, and the concept of, oh my God, that's what I'm going to do next. That's mm. such a good idea. Um, but 
it, it's the idea that one person has the ability to change the world. Like, Charles Manson, as much as he was awful, like, he got so many people to listen to him and mm. he could have told them anything. You know, if you've got somebody that powerful and that charismatic and that manipulative, you can get them to do a joint suicide pact. Yeah, I watched a, a video. Well, I think it's like a little YouTube documentary. And it's about a cult, and I can't remember where it was, but they did a mass suicide where they all there was all the drink sleeping. the Kool Aid. Maybe, yeah, yeah. They were all laid familiar. with night trainers on. Yeah, there was. Yeah. It, like and, and shit like that. It's it's crazy. I to think, think it's that, like Heaven's Gate or that's something it. like that. Heaven's Heaven. It's called Apple. Something. Apple something Apple. But I remember I watched that and I just thought like people are so. I don't want to say uh, naive because belief belief is so subjective. Yeah. And I think people like call it's like that prey on the weak. Yeah, they do. They prey on the vulnerable. People who are looking for answers. Yeah, it's there's there is a study somewhere, and my last I can't remember which podcast I was listening to, but they did something on a cult the other the other week, and it was about how they prey on the vulnerable and the weak, and you know they. It, it, and a study showed that people who are in abusive relationships or have been abused or parents are abusing them, if somebody is abusing them, they are more likely to go into a cult because it's following that pattern of abuse. But it's more indoctrinated, so it's very fine-lined. This is going completely off topic, but it's a it's a midweek episode, so we do what we want, yeah, we essentially. Do. God, no, we've got freedom. Do you, do you think that someone's past life has any sort of... Not justification, but understanding in the sense where you think, to be fair, they went through a lot as, at a young age. Like, say, for example, there's a there's a kid who, when he's younger, his, his dad beat the living daylights out of him and his mum, and then it, he ends up killing his, his mum in front of him, and he never gets sent down for it. So this lad's grown up with seeing that. Yeah. And then he goes on to kill someone, or let's, let's say he was, I don't know, he shot someone who was mocking him and mocking him he's, he's 19 20 at this point yeah or maybe even older because like 40 45 is that justification and he's been bullied throughout growing up because his mum mum was killed and he got laughed at at school is there any type of understanding thinking i'm not surprised or do you think no you make your own choices is the uh, just a quick like i know it, it doesn't really make much difference but is the person he shot the one who bullied him not a bully let's just say he was in a car park at a, at a supermarket and he got into an altercation with someone okay it's difficult. It's one of them you don't want to sympathise because what they've done is inhumane. Yeah, it's... But you, at the same time, when you have that much of a troubled childhood, you've never been taught right and wrong, even though you should learn it yourself. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? And he's, he's had beatings throughout his whole life. This is complete... This isn't like me talking about my previous life in a, in a third-person tense, yeah. by the way. This is complete... Well, you know that. Yeah. But the, well, the, we are related. Yeah, <laughs> this is just a complete... Because this, this topic gets talked about quite a lot. Like, is should there be any sort of understanding... I remember I was listening to to a podcast and they were speaking about a, a horror incident that happened. Well, not horror. It was there was some people. Uh, well, there was they got reports from the like someone could smell the sewers and it said it smells awful down there. It mm. smells really bad and the pipes in the building were blocked. It was it was a tall block of flats or apartments and people's like I think the apartments started stinking and blah blah blah. So a plumber came in and had a like, had a look in the sewage underground. And he, and he described what he thought was a pile of, like, rotting meat, but he mm. never thought it was human. Turned out to be human remains, and they tracked it back up to the top apartment. And they went in there and said, we found this, and it, they tracked it back to his his uh, plumbing system. Yeah. And was like, we know it's you. And he was like, yeah, fair enough, like, I, I admit it. Showed him all these bodies that he'd been keeping and stuff. And I think, I think he was a gay man. And he used to go out, go clubbing. Oh, yeah, 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 I know what you mean. And did. It it hate to be lonely and he'd feel like people were leaving him, so he used to kill his victims and and that, that I think that was through um I, don't quote me on this because I might not be right, but it, there was some sort of tragedy in his life where it was either mm. bullying or or loneliness or something where he just felt he wanted that person to hold, but yeah. because of a one night stands, he thought everyone just kept leaving him, so it's one of them things where what he's done is sick and he needs to be locked away for the rest of his life, but in in your conscience, do you just think like this? this it's sad why it's happened. Yeah, I mean, I think you are... It's nature versus nurture, isn't it? So what you've seen changes you as a person. Yeah. So I do think there's a lot to be said for nature. I think environmental factors and how you are treated and how you are taught to treat others, I feel like that is quite a... It's a big part of your yeah. life. But I do also believe that there are people that are predisposed, like there's something... There's a 
little chip in the brain or just a little not natural like microchip but like there's yeah, just something not right in the brain that makes them like the chemical imbalance makes them more likely to do it yeah i mean i've got do you think it not just justifies the wrong words to use because that means you think they've got reasoning for doing so but does it make you feel like if i was in their position i could have snapped at any point in my life because just to say you got bullied as a kid and you, had, you went through traumatic events that they might not affect you deeply mm. until you're 40 or 50 yeah. or 60 that's when it can start to hit you yeah. hard so do you think there's understanding there is to not understanding is to yeah fair play for him to doing that but thinking god he must have been through a lot and it it must have built up and finally brought out and it was just wrong person wrong time or is it no you've yeah, made that I mean, decision i was not i i'm, I'm quite like, i'll hold my hands up and say i'm not i'm not gonna go into details but i was really badly bullied when i was yeah at secondary school like but it, i think majority of people have been through a bad bullying yeah i know yours was quite bad it was you know we've it was, all been through them and it was very it was a very long period and it was a very dark period of my life and i'm you know i'm not afraid to say that now and i i publicly admit it but i i wouldn't kill someone over it i'm talking though like deep like not i know like bullying's bad anyway but i'm talking beatings and and black and blue and obviously the the, the tormenting about his parents in for, in so a certain it's circumstance i can feel bad for how it happened but at the same point there's so many people that have an absolutely shit life and the the miserable and the disposed like they're exposed to everything and yet they still come out mm. better people and i do think for a lot of it it is, it is your choice and the choice you physically make. And you've got we, you cannot blame your past on what you do in the future because it's an excuse. Uh, this might be an off one, but we could. This is such a, a big topic we could speak about, and a great film to watch about it would be Joker. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I know that's what yeah, I'm saying. It's really we, good. Obviously, we've got this thirteen uh, days of countdown yeah. stuff. But we could this that that could be a good episode because yeah. it's speaking more about psychological effects. And I know it's not a horror so to speak, but it's it's, it's quite horrible. It's yeah, it's horrible to watch and to to see what he goes through. So yeah. maybe we could bottle this up and and say that because I think that would be a good episode for, yeah. for talking through. I just don't think yeah. I think you can. There are certain factors, but there is a point where you have to take responsibility for your own actions. Yeah, definitely. And I, I and people cross that line and they blame other people and it's like yeah, you had a shit childhood, but. Thousands of others yeah, did. Yeah, plenty. Of it. It's one of them things, isn't it? That one, it, it's so subjective because one person, two, two kids could go through the exact same traumatic childhood. One might come off mm. a, a multi-millionaire, successful business, and a loving family, and one might come off a drug addict, depression, homeless. Mm. And it, I think a lot of it is RNG, random number generator, just like randomness yeah. in general. It's just do the right doors open for people at the right time. Yeah. Or like they say things come in threes. It's like when you and we've all been through it, but maybe not on such a traumatic level where well we we have with mum a lot of the time and stuff with her illnesses, but like you feel like you you've been kicked and you're down and then you just kept on getting kicked and kicked Definitely. and kicked. Whereas one person might go through an event and then I don't a, a new job opportunity comes up or he meets meets someone or he or she, they meet the a partner of the love of their life and it just it all, all it takes is it, a lot of it it's that one incident after the traumatic event that either flips them either way like because it can make you think right things are looking up or either life just gets worse do you know what mm. i'm saying well i um I'm, i don't think i ever told you about this so um obviously we know the yorkshire ripper has recently just died peter Suckup yeah. died um a couple of weeks ago and the, there was a woman the first woman he ever murdered was called somebody mccann and i can't remember her first name but we met so we we first met him on when our academy did like a training day and we are all, all the teachers from all the different academies went and he's called Richard McCann. Now I didn't know the first victim had the last name McCann and uh, he came on stage and he was chatting and he was really open, really friendly, blah, 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 blah. And then he went, so something that a lot of people know about me, but wouldn't think about me. And it was, his mum was the first person murdered by the Yorkshire Ripper. And he got in, he got in, and he says his story's not a happy one, so to speak. He got into crime. He, you know, his mum was brutally mm. murdered. He, you know, the care system let him down. He, he got into a lot of trouble. He ended up in prison. But there was a point where he said, I can't keep making excuses. Yeah. I need to change this. And he did. And he's, you know, he's one of the most, he's, he's one of the most top motivational speakers out there. And he, he's got a great life now, but... He, he nearly went down. He that nearly path. went down Very that path. Nearly. So it already started. Essentially, I believe you can make those choices, but you know you've got to take the example of the Columbine shootings in America. The you know the first big 
shooting, yeah, school shooting. Off, Two boys who were bullied. And, but, you know, I was bullied and I was bullied pretty badly, but I would not have taken a weapon into school and started shooting up the school. Yeah. And I know there's a lot to be said for it and there's a lot of ins and outs. I'm, I'm thinking of all these one-off episodes I can do now because I'm getting really excited about it. But, you know, by the same count, I do think, yes, sometimes you can see why people who've been exposed to violence are like that. But at the same point, you are you have got to make that choice and you can't blame the past. Oh, yeah, ultimately, you you make the decision whether it's right or wrong. Yeah. Um, some people are considered insane a lot of the time, and I think that's a cop-out for a lot of people. Yes, plead insanity. Um, yeah, plead insanity. And get Although apparently it is, it is a lot harder to do now. It was quite easy before they had the DSM and things like that. Which yeah, was like I, the... I feel like before it was any, like, obviously any, like, murder or rape is inhumane, but you know when you get the cases that are, like, like bad, like the one, what was the, the first true crime one you did for me oh like, david parker like yeah like a case like that serious because it's so bad that the human brain cannot like comprehend how someone could go through that thought process we class it as insanity when is it really because essentially what it is is a is a sane person doesn't understand insanity and a, an insane person can understand Thinks they insane. are sane, yeah so and the thing is as well like that was that just seemed like the definition of pure evil that man the fact that he yeah. died as soon as he knew he wasn't going to be able to do it anymore and you get classed as insane because no one else can comprehend doing something like that well the gem the, the general public just we can't we can't think in our minds that's why that that's why true crime is so big and people obsess over it because it's we're delving into the minds of something that we could never yeah. ever think to do ourselves well i'm as i say it's not quite the same as crime and murder well it is crime i suppose but it's not the same as murder. But I was watching this documentary. It was a few years ago now. You'll probably still be able to find it. It was on Channel 4, I think. And it was an interview with a paedophile. And this person had come out and he said... I watched it. Yeah, and he Is said... Is it the one where he doesn't actually act on anything, but he admits Yeah, he, and he says, I am attracted to children. I can't help it, but I would never... Hurt one. I would never hurt a child. I'd never do it. it I can't help... That I feel that way. Yeah, but started I would a page, never do didn't it. He? Like a little business, not a business, but a page because it's essentially an illness. Yeah, because paedophilia is not acting upon what yeah. you feel. Paedophilia is the attraction to children. So this is why I hate the term paedophile being thrown around left, right, and centre. Because actually, there are just some horrific monsters who acted on that. But paedophilia is about uh, it. It's the idea of like mental illness. You it's a chemical it, yeah. imbalance. And, you know, he, it was the idea this guy had tried to... He'd tried therapy. He was he, he knew what he was feeling was wrong. Yeah. But he would never... Like, his moral compass was like, I would never do that. And I found that a really interesting documentary. I've, I watched clips of it. I think it was it Vice who did it. Or yes. Yeah. I think I watched clips of it. Yeah. It was really interesting. And it does change perspective. But then it falls into the line of, okay, they know it's wrong. So they don't do it. But the monsters are the ones that do yeah. do that because they make all, that choice it's an umbrella term paedophile isn't it yes it's just, and it's you're right it's not fair on people that don't act upon it it's because people automatically say, hear the word paedophile it's like, I suppose it's the same as there'll be people out there who fantasise about the thought of killing someone but never yeah. act upon it but you wouldn't but call not, them yeah, a murderer not, yeah they're not called murderers exactly. they're just psychos essentially oh, fucking... we're just hammering this right, down back, back, back to, to ghosts, paranormal back this to is ghosts. why we have to do it in a part two right so we've talked about uh, good and bad ghosts. That one question that we we've, yeah, we've touched up on demons. To be fair, we've covered quite a bit of this. Okay, cool. Um, did we speak about? Yeah, we spoke about psychic mediums last time. Yeah, we had we had a brief stint. On so, it, is would you rather? Oh, would you rather a little midweek? Here we go. Here? Yeah. Would you rather be a demon for a day or a ghost for a day? I feel. Uh, what, I'll say a spirit for a day because there's something menacing sounding about a ghost. I don't think I'd like to be. I don't have the. But would I lose all my moral compass if I was a demon? Would I? Yes. Would I enjoy being a demon? You'd, you'd be conscious to the fact that you are a demon, but you'd also have the the thirst of what a demon requires. Like to take. Obviously, I don't think you get it all done in a day. I mean, it takes weeks on these films. But... It takes a, weeks to build Rome. Uh, no, I think I think I quite like to be a demon because we often get films. And books written from a ghost's perspective. Yeah. But I don't actually think there's ever been like a film or a book written in a demon's perspective. So I would like to see what it was like. But I think if I think if a film was brought out about a demon's perspective, I wouldn't like it. Because the less you know about... We'll go back to the very first episode 
and what what we when we was discussing our favorite horror films blah 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 and i said the scary thing for me about something that's intended to scare you is the unknown just there's no explanation for it mm-hmm. like ghost face is no explanation you don't know who they are why they're doing it and it's the same with demons where if i started delving into it too much about like i'd almost imagine it'd have to be a comedy if you was like it'd be a good comedy yeah that's what i'm saying but i couldn't imagine it as a horror because the demon is a horrific part i mean it's it's difficult because i think as well demons have become such a part of the internet and there's been creation after creation after creation of demons you know creepy pastors there's we don't know what a demon is anymore i think we've sort of lost that like what is a demon what 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 image comes to your mind when you say demon it's a it's mine's a, mine's paint the fucking painted face guy from painted face guy i think he's called the face of fire isn't it or the night demon or Summer. shadow night demon or something like that Summer fucking world of warcrafty yeah yeah Dalaran. Um, <laughs> yeah and dad there you go um we've i i grandma <laughs> grandma made me well she didn't make me watch this film i watched this film and it was based on a ouija board and i I can't remember the name of the ouija board like the film and uh, it was quite an old film but there was a scene where she hid it she had to hide in a locker and she was terrified and it was pitch black and like it looked like a like the freddy krueger boiler room sort of scene and she was like watching through the slip and then suddenly these bright yellow, yellow eyes popped out it was like and it was like it was like nothing I've ever seen. And but that's what I envision when I think of a demon. Just the eyes. I don't see the rest of it. Can you not remember the film? Because I'd love to look at it. I'm trying to re- let uh, let me let me get have a look. Um, we'll take we'll take a very quick. So Charlotte just show me. It's the long time dead. Is that the long time dead? That was what it was called. It looks snake like. It was the. It's just oh, that's when I see a demon. That's what I picture the eyes, and they are snake like. See, I I envision that that scene from Insidious when he's sat behind Josh at the table. But do you know what is one of the creepiest fucking scenes I've ever seen in a film? Is when it's actually just before that scene when she's reminiscing about when she, uh, no, I think she went and looked around the house and she saw the demon stood there. Yeah, and it just oh, his fingers just come up. And it long, I can't do with long fingers. It just doesn't. It stresses but that, me out. That, that, like even it. All it is is a human, and I'd imagine it'll have some sort of props on his fingers. Mm. But that's what's scary about it. It's just stood there, and it's so... It's not doing anything. This is what I mean. It's not like, round jumping in your face. It's just there, like, and you you can... It's just the way it slowly lifts its arm, and his fingers come out. I just think it's... That's Mm. that. But you know, that's what I love about films. I love it when it's just eerie and creepy, and it's rather than flashing in your face, you can see it. Like, I love it in films when uh, there's like a... And it's a, a, a shot of someone walking into a room that they've heard a noise in the camera's looking at them and you see at the hallway at the back someone walk across the hallway yeah i mean insidious does that really well as well i'm sure black i'm sure woman in black does it yeah a few times conjuring does most it. horror films yeah. do them because they're so effective yeah and i do, you know what yeah they, they do a good job i'm not so sure about the demon face of fire anymore it doesn't scare me it's good and it, it does it always gives me chills but it doesn't scare me but when i think demon I see those eyes. Not the exorcist demon? No, because it just freaks me out. It's not in there enough, I think. No, it's you not don't, in there you don't enough. See it, which works scary. well for the film. Yeah. Because I think it... The problem is, I think if you saw that a lot in the film, uh, because it's not... It's scary to look at when you get click glimpses because it's uncomfortable. I'd imagine if you saw that face for 20 minutes scream time, it, it, it'd soon wear off. But the yeah. fact it just flashes at you and you never really get a good look at it. Yeah. That's what that's creepy. what makes it creepy. It is creepy and I agree with that, but yeah, it's just the eyes. So if you are wanting to look, in fact I might save the picture and then put it on Instagram yeah, on the day. So you Instagram. can see what we were talking about. But yeah, they are quite scary demons. So speaking about exorcism mm. Exorcisms. <laughs> on the topic of See, I I've always and I don't being a believer of the of the afterlife or paranormal or whatever you want to call it, it's it's not night and day. It's not black and white, yes or no, because mm. I truly believe that exorcisms have taken place. And it's, well, th- there's been recorded cases. You even told me about one. And I, I've, I've known there's been cases before, uh, but I never looked into them. And then things have gone wrong and people have been seriously hurt or died or... And obviously the cause of death wouldn't be exorcism. It would be starvation or whatever, whatever. Yeah. But I think whether or not it's in that person's head or whether or not something truly is happening, that's what I, that's what I'm not convinced on. It's little things like, 
I don't know. I'm I'm not saying that every exorcism's real, and I don't think anything that Ed and Lorraine Warren ever partook in was real at all. I think they were scam artists, unfortunately. But I do think there is such a thing as a real exorcism, and we, you know we've seen that. But little things that I don't understand, like being able to speak in tongues. Yeah. That's and it that's been well recorded. Yeah, you're you're right, and that that that's one of them things where the what. Or to put a definition on paranormal, it's what science can't explain. Yeah. That, that's what it is. And that is something that science could not explain. The thing is, what I don't understand... The only thing that I do not understand, if demons wanted to be well-known and they wanted to be real and they wanted to show their power, why has nothing ever been documented that 100% shows that power? That's the only thing that pulls me back slightly. Because surely, if they wanted the fame, if they wanted everybody to be frightened of it... But do you really think... Like, I, I think if demons were let's say a recorded case came out and it was all over the news that a demon was real and they've got they've got solid solid proof mm. i think people become less scared of it because you you know it's once you know something's it's real public you can... yeah it's it's like murderers like you're not you're not scared of serial killers or murderers are you no they're out there but the chances of you coming across one are slim they're very slim yeah and the, uh, does a demon is is the whole point of them they just they just love to terrorize and <clears throat> i think it's easy to terror terrorize one person because a lot of it would be, <clears throat> sorry, a lot would be a lot of it would be them thinking, "Am I going insane? Like this can't be happening." And it, they're, mm. they're battling their own minds. Yeah. If demons are approved a thing, and they just think, "Oh well, it must be a demon. Like I'm not going insane." Yeah. And it, like when if I said if I came to you honestly and said I think I'm being possessed, you you might be like, "Oh well, we'll try to get you." But in your head, thinking, "No, you're not." <laughs> But that that's no you, no, you know. I mean, to a normal person, yeah. But I'd already have the fucking burning sage. Yeah, but had let, let's just say it's two, it's two normal people, and, and, and someone came up <laughs> and said, normal people. said I'm being possessed." You'd think, "Fuck off, you weirdo!" Yeah. And it's that that's that's the majority of the problem is because no one believes you. No, and I do think films portray it badly because a lot of the time they see a demon wanting to take over a soul and become that person. Whereas that may not necessarily be the case. The point of a demon is to cause as much destruction and havoc as possible, one would assume. Yeah. And so, actually, it doesn't really matter who they hurt in the long run. They just want people to suffer. And if they can get that... Yeah, that, that's all it's about, isn't it, a demon? What From what we know, it's, it's not actually take... Like a demon's objective isn't to take over a body. It's it's that's 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 a step in terms of its main mm. goal, which is to cause havoc yeah. and, and terrorize people. And to do that, it needs a body, which is why they have to do the possession bit. I just I'd love to. I don't. It's difficult because you can't. I'd love to have you know the Buzzfeed Unsolved. You know Shane. Yeah. I'd love to have him go through an exorcism or watch an exorcism taking place, and I'd like to see his reaction because he is a true skeptic. It's the idea. You know, Hey, demons, it's your boy. You know, it's, yeah. he, he just doesn't give a shit. I've just thought of a great question to end on, and I'm going to fucking jump it on you, like, just slam it on just... you. You're going to be in the fucking deer and headlights when I ask this question, because <laughs> you're going to be like, holy shit, I can't believe you've asked me this. Probably should save it for a better episode, not a better episode, because no, like, he's actually really good, but yes, I mean, sir, you can't like, our, our question's at the end of the, the movie reviews, but I'm going to drop it this episode. Yeah, so I, I don't in. know. I, I do think that X is... Uh, the problem is, are exorcisms physical or are they psychological? I, are you physically expelling the demon or are you psychologically making that person think it's gone? Yeah, uh, is it like a placebo effect and making them believe that it's going, it's get, it's getting rid? Yeah. Is it all in the head? But whether it's all in the head or not, that that doesn't. At the end of the day, even if possession, even if the demons aren't real, and a possession can help someone, even mm. if it's because it. Like it's like I said, placebo effect. It's are you making them believe that they're getting better? Yeah. I wonder how hard it would be to get an exorcism in today's age. I bet it. I bet it's impossible. I mean, the the church has still got to approve it, so it's got to go through. Yeah, it is. A, it is an actual. Yeah, thing that it's you can got get. to go through a proper. It's not like you can't just go to like St Paul's down yeah, the road and be like, say, help. You I, need I want, to get an You need to get permission. The top dogs approving it. Yeah, like Roman. I, I bet it's. I bet it's hard to get one. Oh God, yeah. And I think I don't think it'd be well publicised either. I think it'd be kept very hush hush. Well, I don't, I don't think the church would want it getting out. No, and I think that's that sort of a thing because we are so. The more we, the thing with society today is the, because we don't know something, we're determined to prove it. So yeah. we go above and beyond, and whether we ever get to that point where we wish we never knew, 
is another matter entirely mm. because it's like the idea of you don't sort of know what you're missing when you don't know about it but we are obsessed with knowing everything the, yeah. the more generations go on the more we become obsessed with needing to know the answer and i feel like a lot of the time the answer's not what we want it to be mm. and the answer could be just as damaging <sighs> that see that falls into the bracket of of i what i follow a poker player called i think it's charlie carell um and he's, he's such a, an outcast to the normal poker world. It's, for them, it's all maths and probability and odds. But for him, and I, I watch his videos and his, his Instagrams and stuff, and he's won multi-millions, like he's won loads, and he's only young. Mm. I think he's probably about 25, 26. And he, he obviously he knows the base maths and the rules of poker, but he's such a big believer in meditating. And there's a word for it where... Manifest. Manifesting, yeah. And he, he says, like, my biggest advice to you is learn to meditate and learn to manifest. Because when you manifest all your energy and all everything you want into that one goal, it will happen. Yeah. And that's like when you when you believe, when you when you start so set on wanting something to be real, does your mind subconsciously start convincing you that it is by making you think you've seen something? And because your brain, yeah. you're always looking for that one moment and you're manifesting all your energy and thinking, God, I'm, I need to find a ghost. I want to see yeah. one. So something that could just be a glimmer, like a glimmer yeah. of a reflection and you think, I've just seen a ghost. Well, it's the idea about your senses being heightened because the more you think about it, especially in terms of ghosts and things like that, the more scared you become, the more... You, the more you feel things, the more you see things. Yeah. And your brain does start playing tricks on you. It does, definitely. Where where I work, there's, like, you've got all the... the I work on a on an industrial plant um, producing steel. Uh, and it's obviously, it all goes through this, like, massive, massive mills where it's all rolled. You can imagine how big they are. And everything, it's like an iceberg. What you think, what you see above ground is that underground mm. as well. And it's it's normally dark down there. It's it, You don't get phone signal because you're underground. Um, it's dark. These like the odds, the floors are slippery with all your like. It's just a really unpleasant place to be. It's like a maze under there. It re- really is easy to get lost. Yeah. And sometimes I go down there to work by myself, and I actually feel quite on edge. Like there's been, I, I'm a sucker for jump scares. Like pe- whenever people make me jump, I'm, I I welt like a baby. Yeah. And there's been a couple of times when I've been down there, and like the person I'm working with's hid around the corner and made me jump, and that's just added to the fact that. I'll go down there, but I will be looking over my shoulder when I'm down there. And you do, you're right, your senses are heightened because you hear things that might not even be there or mm. you've heard something, but your brain's just amplified it to make it think it's something other than what yeah. it was. And that's coming from a sceptic. So even though I'm not necessarily meaning ghost or, but yeah. could be like someone after me or whatever. But it's like it's like what I said to you, I'm not sure if I asked you on the podcast before. It's, it's like, would you do Bloody Mary if I asked you to? Yeah, you've told me this. No. Uh, uh, but... but you you don't think anything would happen, would you? No. But there's but that not point not 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 one percent chance. She's that it's coming sure. through that mirror. Exactly. To fuck me up. And you, you don't. Uh, ev- majority of skeptics. Now we're speaking about it. I've just heard something. Yeah, I heard something over there. Yeah, my my eyes have just flickered over. There's most skeptics. A skeptic is quite an umbrella term as well because I consider myself a skeptic, but I'm not anti-ghost. Whereas yeah. skeptics cannot like anti-ghost people can often be referred to as skeptics who are like, mm. no, it's all bullshit. None of it exists. You you yeah. Whereas I'm like. I don't know. I'm yet to be proven. So I, yeah, at the minute, I'd say proven. no. But the, there's plenty of skeptics. Like you could go up to them and say, "Oh, do you believe in like demonic possessions and and ghosts and afterlife?" And they'd be like, "No." Do I fuck? You say, "All right, then do Bloody Mary at three o'clock in do the morning." A, do a Ouija board. Yeah, they'll be like, "Well, no, I'm not touching. I'm not doing yeah. that." Well, why? Because yeah. even though so you, you don't do, believe it, you you, you, you do, do not. You're wary of yeah, it. Yeah, it's not concrete in your mind that it could not. It's like heaven and hell or, or religion. I don't believe in God, but I'll never stand there and slate him and say like. I don't live my life anti-God thinking like it's not real like yeah. because just on the absolute millionth of an off chance it, it is real. Would seeing God change the way you live if you if you suddenly believe God was real? No. Do you not? I don't think A I don't think I'd preach about it. B I I I I'm not perfect, but I like to think I'm a good person and I I don't think I'd try and live my life any differently. Yeah. If God came to me and said you're a fucking horrible person and you're going to go to hell if you carry on, maybe I would change the way I no, life, you just but... see him or you just get a feeling that you think shit is real and you know he's real. Do you change the way you live? No, because if he's shown himself to me as I am now, then why would I change anything what different? If that was a warning to fucking change. Jesus. I'm Maybe. not saying I'm not saying you should. You don't you don't need to. I'm not saying you you'd go to hell, but I'm just this is just in Yeah, and I I, I, I can't I don't know. I I don't know. Honestly. I don't I can say it wouldn't. Yeah. But you know, this sounds really awful and it's going to sound really shit how I'm going to come out with it but I'm too lazy for religion 
Like, I, I, I've no, not I, I got, understand I've what not you're got the commitment level. I understand what you're saying. And I think, you know what? I think, um, I've got a friend um, in Ohio called Jason, and he's like a devout Christian. Like, he, like he goes to church every Sunday, it's packed church meetings and stuff like that. But, you know, he, and I, I just think, and I admire it. Like, I really admire the fact that he. He, he can do that and he's got that passion for it and he believes that there's a god and that's okay i don't believe in it but i imagine I'm, I'm it's really... actually quite a good way to live because i being a non-believer myself i don't believe there's nothing certain in life other than death yeah and i don't believe that if i say if a burglar would come into the house and had a knife i won't think god's god's got me like i'll be fine no matter what. <laughs> but that's what god pe- has got my back that's what people do that they're praying aren't yeah. they in in traumatic situation yeah. like when people are on a plane like and the plane's going to crash or it's been hijacked they'll pray and but and there's that just reassurance if they're a true believer that yeah like whatever happens i've got a god was that like fuck, what the fuck's going to happen in the next five minutes i'm going to be dead like yeah. what happens when i'm dead so it must be nice to have that reassurance i think it's very circumstantial i i i don't believe in god and i don't know why i did it but you know when when mum was ill i prayed yeah when Georgia was ill, I prayed. And, it, and the, the reason is, it's one of them things where we don't believe it, but on the not point, not 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 one percent chance. Yeah, you just you, you just want to do it just to cover yourself. Yeah, and I, you know, it's I, I and I don't believe in God, but I do. I have real adv- admiration. Not just God. You've got anybody. You know, Allah. It's it, just to have that sort of yeah, just any sort of any belief faith, that, that someone's like, looking down I, on you. I, I am I'm full of admiration, and I do have the attitude as. As long as it doesn't hurt anybody or hurt yourself, you believe in what you want to believe in. Like, that's fine. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I'll ask you another question. This isn't a big one. I'm really excited for this big question. Where, where If you was a ghost, the mm-hmm. question that I've wrote down is where do ghosts choose to haunt? But if you was a ghost, where would you choose to haunt? Let's say you're haunting. You're haunting. We'll do, we'll do one each way. So one of them is you're haunting to fuck people over. Not to hurt them, but just to make their life. Just to fuck them up. So you laugh, but imagine how scary that'd be if you started getting haunted. Like, yeah, so for no reason. It's funny because oh, we're not going to hurt you. But they're <laughs> like fucking all like, my, my chairs float, floating across my room. So one for good and one for bad. One for good intentions, one for bad intentions. One to fuck people up. I feel like the cinema would be an excellent place to haunt yeah. someone, or like you know, just at a scary point of film, just go at the back of the Ooh, neck and just yeah. shit people up I think that'd be fun to fuck people up maybe that's why we don't know about ghosts because it'd just be so much fun to fuck with people <laughs> like just to like, the like people you that see your most like... haunted and stuff like that where the, a rock's thrown or someone's like oh I felt a cold patch what if that is actually happening and someone just, someone yeah. a ghost is just like hey, hey watch this guys and then they're all fucking jumping around the room <laughs> they and they're like fuck off <laughs> That's probably what I'd end up They're doing They're standing there. there with like judge panels like 10 out of 10 for scareability. It's like Monsters Inc. when they've got to put the then, scream in the like, oxygen tank. Like every time when they'd like put the cameras on, you do nothing. And then as soon as the cameras flick off, just flick a stone up. So, <laughs> and everyone's like, well, get the cameras on. Like, <laughs> Better luck next time. So what about your good one? Uh, haunt for good intentions. A hospital would be a good one, I think. I was just going to say that. Or a funeral parlour. Yeah. I'd like to... like. I don't believe in it, but I knew mum did. Mum's not dead, mum does. Um, and I know my, my nan's very heavy on stuff like this, but like I'd just like to drop like a white feather and yeah. stuff like that for people to yeah, yeah. give them a bit of hope enough. and give them a bit of comfort. I'd quite like that. I'm, I'd be such a cute little ghost wandering around, <laughs> handing out flowers. and. So we'll end on the final question now, because we're up to 45 minutes and this could take another hour, oh, this question. You are, you are allowed three people to go for dinner from any horror film. Oh, no. Horror film. Like, it can be a demon. It can be anyone. But you can only have three. Right. It's got to be Sydney Prescott because, obviously, like, I am a number one screen fan. So, but you've got to imagine that I'm, I'm not saying you're inviting the actors. You're inviting the characters. Sydney Prescott right. would still be in there. Um... Can we do like one, you do one, I do one, you do one? Because I feel like I'll take forever like I did last time when you did right. a question. Uh, I'd I'd have to say that the demon from Insidious. Yeah. 
just because I want to know I, that 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 them to me is my interpretation of a demon. They're evil. They want to they want to hurt, but they're not chaotic. They're not crazy. They're not like jumping around the room scaring them. Like just calm. It's like that's yeah. what I want. Like I'd want because I, like I could sit down and be like, why do you do it? Like where are you from? Why are you such a knob? Yeah. What's your, what's your problem? <laughs> why do you like sewing things Fuck in your little off. demon house? <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my... a good one. Uh, probably as weird as it sounds, Freddy Krueger. I'd, I'd quite like, even though he is like a child molester, which maybe is not like the best thing I should be saying. However, I would like to, I think he'd just be a good good laugh. He'd bring there, up the mood no a little bit. to you for who you pick because it's like the question, who would you have just any three people in the world yeah. and one of them ought to be Hitler? Freddy Krueger, I think. He's yeah. a, I, he's, a good, he's good for a laugh, isn't he? He's funny. Uh, and we're saying that they've got to stick to the character. Oh, that's such a shit one though because I'd love to choose Michael Myers, but he doesn't speak. <laughs> So, so Michael, <laughs> just sit there fucking staring if you just, at the fuck If up. you just hold up your ma- his mask to him, some shit could happen. I, I think I will. Are we saying that Michael would speak to me? I'll write down. I'll say he writes down because <laughs> I don't want to ruin it by him speaking. <laughs> can you imagine? I can imagine him being just, a really fucking like, slow writer as well. So <laughs> just like got all the pencil and <laughs> scribbles across. Better better for doing a fucking Ouija board. Just put your finger on that, Michael. And just it, just, just move it around. Yeah, I'd go Michael Myers, assuming he's going to communicate with me and answer my questions. Um, see, I feel like I should pick another villain. You've, I've done what? I've got one heroine, one villain. Oh, and I, I'm, I'm going to say it, but then I'm going to really regret it because maybe like at about. By the way, you can't change it once you say it. Maybe it. at like two o'clock in the morning, I'll wake up and just go fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just thinking, Jaws the shark. Then just, like, I thought that as well. No shame here. I'd, just I'd just have it chilling. But he is just essentially a Maybe shark. Maybe he could be part of the meal. Yeah, like, but that shark had a motive. No, that fucking shark been like, knew. Oh, so why did you do it? Food. Food. <laughs> yeah, it. but he, he hunted that family. I know, but that's for cinema, innit? But I suppose, yeah, you could yeah, have... It's his you character. Could, yeah, it's his character, you're right. Uh, but no, I won't pick yours. Do you have your third? No. I think. Buster okay, Ram- I'm just... Buster Rhymes from Halloween. <laughs> Which one was it? It's, it's Resurrection. In Resurrection, that's it. Buster Rhymes. How did you do that kick? <laughs> right, I'm just going to say it. And I'm going to put it out there to the forces that be. I'm going to manifest. And I'm just going to fucking come out with it. Lorraine Warren. There we go. She's my third. Yeah, fair enough. Because then she could talk to people on the other side. And then we could have a good old little chinwag. Yeah, but then what if you get fucking possessed because you're in the oh, yeah, she, yeah, but she won't let anything happen to me because Lorraine She's Warren's a She's not in control. It's uh, Elise. Elise. Oh, is it, that, oh my, fuck. Elise would be my third. Yeah, Elise would be so good. Because she's just seen a fucking lot. She's, she, imagine the stories Lorraine, she could tell. Lorraine is not in control of the world she goes in. She doesn't like to see the stuff she sees. Like, she doesn't want to be there. Do you know what I'm saying? She's got that ability, but she sees... But then again, I suppose Lorraine sees the nice stuff as well, like she does in that yeah. photograph. But I think Elise... Elise had the ability to just walk around and be like, I own this place. Do you know what I mean? She's... Oh, she's I feel like I feel cool like she'd look person. at Demon and be like, uh, fuck off, bad tea cage, mate. Yeah. Whereas Lorraine's quite... She doesn't... She doesn't um, invest in what she's seeing because she doesn't want to be in there because she knows it's bad for her yeah but do you not feel like she'd sort of like try and like overtake your dinner party like the face demon face of fire would be sitting there and she'd be like so what are you doing doing?" that's fine i bet she has better questions than i do that was a pretty fucking good question to be fair i'm really glad it was only three though because i don't think i could come up with any more i don't think i could come up with two more it's always three in a good dinner party come down with me Come, come die with me. Come die with me. There we go. Oh! What a podcast idea? Should we start one? <laughs> God, why did we? Think oh, of why it? did we pick "Come Die with Me"? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we could have pranked him afterwards. Welcome to episode fourteen of "Come Die with Me." <laughs> <laughs> we pranked you for the first thirteen. You thought this was our real name? It's the fourteen. Yeah, we end up creeping in the family notebooks. No. <laughs> Can you imagine big X through them? Wrap it yourself and put it on. I'm oh. good at cards with that. Come die with me. We could have had like judges. Maybe when we do, maybe when we do the, the recordings of, because so Sheila wanted to do one, didn't she? Yeah, That's what alien. We call it. Come she wanted to do me. alien. Come die with me. Come die with me. We've just given someone the best podcast name. Copyrighted ever. it. Yeah, TM. TM to the potages. What does that mean? The masters. Trademark. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. The masters. The golf competition. Coming up for his par four. The master. Come, da- come die with me. Come die with me. <laughs> the master. Four. <laughs> right, so you're off. Lorraine Warren, Sydney Prescott, and yeah. who is Freddy Krueger. Because Sydney Prescott has seen some shit in her life. I think. Do you, I don't, do you think gonna, she'd be a You're going to want to hate me, but I think it'd be quite boring. Oh, no. I'd love I know to talk because to you're her. so in love with the film, so for you it would make sense, but yeah. for me it'd be like. 
the thing is with Sydney, I feel like she's lived a normal life until the four tragic events, and we've seen those events on the screen. Five. Well, come, coming up to be five. No, five. She did get watching Mother getting butchered. Like, that was a pretty traumatic. Yeah, event. I mean, film wise, I'm just talking about the oh, films. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, very true. And also, like, she doesn't like talking about it. I feel like now I'm looking back at it, as much as I would love to meet Sydney Prescott, I might just meet Nev Campbell and then I'd be happy with it. But then. I think Gail Weathers would have been the better option. I think you prefer to speak to Neve Campbell about Scream because you know everything yeah. about Scream. You've watched it that many and she'd, times. And she'd stand there and think you fucking Whereas she weirdo. could imagine the fun fact she'd tell you that no one no, knows about. No, but she's about. so uncomfortable. She, she'd she hate me. She would hate me. I don't think she'd hate you. She would. Maybe she does seem quite like secluded. She is like a Sydney character. So. Have you seen, like, little quick notification here? If you don't want to Scream 5 spoiler, then please tune out now. Have you seen that the photo, um, the final photo that Kevin Williamson took, they are outside Stu's house in, Stu- no. in Scream 5? No. God, I'd love it if Matthew it's Lillard a, came back. It's a, there's no way. There's a picture of... So it's Nev, Courtney Cox and David Williamson... Kevin Williamson, sorry. And like he's just taking a selfie and there's like a picture caught of it, but Stu's house is in the background. So they're going to end up back there. Up. No, they're going to end up back there, I'm telling you. But... I hope it's not like because there's like a paranormal ghost face and no, then it's they can't leading do them that. back. They can't do that. They, I know, they're just taking it in a new direction. I'm so scared. I don't about want it to turn into the Nightmare on Elm Street. No. Got, and, and the Halloweens, to be fair, they all just got like this. When, as soon as Halloween started bringing in cultist action, he was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> they're, they're still good films because they're so fucking shit. Yeah. And it's the same with Freddy Krueger, from what I've heard. They got stupid throughout the, the middle. The pop culture, yeah. He's coming on to Stranger Things, though. Did you see that? Robert England, who plays yeah. Freddy Krueger, he's on Stranger... I don't watch it. Yeah. But, yeah, he's on it as well. There's been a, It's been a good week for horror films. There's been quite a good few things happening. Scream's wrapped, though. They finished filming. Oh, I don't like that. And, and Nev was only on it for, like, two weeks. And I don't want to hear it because I know it's going to... It's First like my... Scene, no, 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 no. See you later. No, s- don't say that. Uh, if Dewey and Gail outlive Sydney, that's a that's fucking That's bullshit. Do, at least Dewey. Dewey needs to go. But... Um, no, if she dies in the first scene, I will be fucking devastated. That'll I walk top, out the cinema. Barrymore, that. It'd ruin, it'd ruin it for me. I'd... I under- I am starting to acknowledge Maybe she just had some cameo shots. Think of it like that. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But, you know, when, like... Obviously, you don't feel my pain in this, but Mamma Mia 2, when it was like, is Donna dead? Is Donna dead? Fuck, Donna's dead! And it ruined the film for me. I'm just going to you know... selectively ignore it. No, I just don't know. That's all right. So, I was going to say, how do you know it's rap, but you follow everything on Twitter, don't you? So... Yeah, and I'm on the Scream Thrillogy page on Facebook. But so... the, the, the cat have been shooting for that long anyway because of It COVID. was three months. They had a, It was a three-month shoot. Oh, you'd imagine Sydney would have been there for the full three months. Don't fuck with me. I, I think there's going to be... I, I don't think get your heart set on she's going to be dead because... It's I, not... The, the film... Well, from what I know, they've kept it really hush-hush, but it's not... Sydney is no longer the main character. It's like a reboot of all these new characters. If she died at the end, would you would you be a lot feel a lot better about it? At the end of the whole series? At the end of Scream 5. What, well, Sydney's a killer? She's only been there two weeks. I feel... Yeah, I mean... Sydney can't be the killer. If, it, if that's a killer, killer, that's the biggest be, yeah, a bit embarrassment worst. for horror history. Yeah. I don't think that Sydney would. I don't so. I don't think Nev would have signed on if Sydney had ended up the killer, because she. That's not the vision that Wizard like yeah. started. And also, just bef- I know, like we've ended up going on Scream chat, but also when like Nev Campbell was really reluctant to do another Scream without Wes, but the Ready or Not director sent us such a like complimentary letter like how they wanted to honor west's vision wes's vision and yeah. make sure that everything was as it should be and you know they make films because of wes craven and yeah. i feel like because wes craven didn't want to kill nancy off in a nightmare on elm street and he always regretted it sydney was sort of that replacement of yeah. this is my final girl and i just don't know if she'd want sydney to die but we'll at the same point, yeah, it, it can't it, go The problem is it. something needs to happen in that series to spice things up. Yeah. I think this should be a, a film for Scream 6. Like, it should build up the finale of Scream 6. Well, the, no, it's working on a brand new trilogy. But it's not called Scream 5. This is what really is really annoying me. It's called Scream. Oh, but then Halloween did that, and it? This is what I'm talking Halloween, about, and Halloween, Halloween was, was so good. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we are going to go watch that, aren't we? We will. We're not bringing Shah, though, because she... 
she did not yeah, appreciate the first one. Too, she doesn't deserve it. So that's the midweek one done. Okay. I've enjoyed this one again. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed. So next week it is going to be Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Okay. Right. The original. Well, the original, yeah. The original. Thanks for listening. See you later.